And I still believe that these problems can be solved. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. This is The Political Show. <laughs> Hey, 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 and welcome to The Political Show right here on Active FM, where radio has never been better. I'm your girl, Cynthia, but you know you can call me Gix, and with me in studio we have... Gavin Inslin. Pastor Gavin Inslin, right here on The Political Show, where Christ politics is... Hot politics. Hot politics, and if you've been with us for the past few weeks, we have been focusing on the elections happening here in South Africa, and how this year, for the first time in years and years that we're having a competitive um, election. Do you want to give more input in terms of what we're speaking about specifically this week? Well, um, I think what was it last show where we were speaking about the Ipsos poll. Mm-hmm. And what was that putting the ANC at 39%? Yeah. And we thought, gee, okay, that's a bit low. Mm-hmm. But um, then, um, and I think the EFF was at like 19% or something, if yeah. I remember correctly, and the DA 20 but um, we, we were asking the question, what is the impact of the MK party? That's the ex-president Jacob Zuma. And uh, we also did a shouting two weeks back mm-hmm. with uh, Dr. Franz Cronier. And they were busy doing a, a poll. Yeah. Especially in KwaZulu-Natal, where the Zulu people are. That's where Jacob Zuma will be particularly strong. Yeah. Um, and um, those results weren't out, out yet. Well... In, the, in, in, the, in early this week, um, those results have come out. I think Monday or Tuesday. Yeah. And uh, we're going to talk about those. Yeah. It's going to be an interesting show, as always, because this is the political show where Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Stay updated and entertained with Active FM on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Apple Podcast, YouTube, LinkedIn, Spotify, Anchor, and everywhere else. Engage with us. Like the post, comment, share them out, retweet and repost. Spread the word, Active FM. Radio has never been better. The politics have been getting hot and the heat has been getting hotter. And today it's hot in the studio. Yes, it is. No, the I'm weather in South like Africa for the and we past. We can't even open the windows because our producer says that we get too much noise from the outside. <laughs> so now in order to be sound correct and not politically correct, <laughs> we have to sit here and steam. <laughs> no, the weather has been quite hectic in South Africa for the past few weeks. It's been hot. No, but, but I'm not but saying... We, we, I'm we not saying some good rain. Yeah, I'm not saying... Yeah, we have. We have. So, so you I'm know what? Hot anything. and rain. I'm happy. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I wish it could anything. be hot. Normally it's hot and dry. And then you have a drought. So we've been getting rain. Yeah. So I'm happy. Yeah, no, definitely. I'm so happy. Well, except for the heat, but it's fine, you know. You don't like beggars are not choosers. You know what? Yes. Gigs, uh, ancestry goes back to DRC. Yes. Mine goes back to South Africa and Europe. I'm so happy in the heat. Gigs <laughs> is complaining about the heat. <laughs> yes, but that's not what I'm we not are talking sure, about. I'm not sure if I'd like the heating in Chasada, from what I've heard. I've never been there. Yeah, when I've heard it's like oppressive. Eh? When I was there, it wasn't the weather was fine. 
So I was. It lucky. was fine. Yeah, it was fine. What does fine mean? As bearable. So it wasn't whenever they. So I think for them it was probably a very cool day, compared cold to day. Cool day compared to other days, but for me it was hot. But it wasn't. Yeah. Too so when <laughs> they're putting on jerseys and we're sweating. Yeah. <laughs> 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 but we are not speaking about, you know, uh, the weather. We are speaking yeah, about. This is not the weather show. No, <laughs> we are speaking about um, the elections that are happening in South Africa this year, and there was an interview by there was interview with Buzz News and Franz Krenier, and he was yeah, basically Alec Hogg. Yes, did the interview. Yes, and he was basically speaking about the polls that Franz Krenier and his foundation are basically putting together in terms of the the elections and stuff like that. And that's what we're going to be speaking about. And an article from biznews.com um, says this. It's titled, SRF polls show that Zuma-backed party could be the straw to break the ANC's back. A new political force in South Africa backed by former President Jacob Zuma may end the dominance of the African National Congress, which has ruled the country since the end of apartheid, the Social Re Research Foundation says. Polling by the foundation suggests that the new party could pick up 24% of the vote in Zuma's home province of KwaZulu-Natal, South Africa's most, second most populous province. South Africa is due to hold national election hold national and provisional elections this year, but a date hasn't been set. Zuma's party is expected to draw support from former ANC voters. And this is what Franz Krenier had to say about it. He says, these, um, he says these numbers are likely a game changer. The ANC house is now on fire. And whereas a few weeks ago, the plausible political scenario for South Africa was a steady decline of that party leading first to a national coalition with smaller uh, partners and later with a larger one. The prospect is now rising that the roof may come crashing down very much faster. And I'll just say this last thing. The polls to date have mostly predicted that the ANC will win 45 to 50% of the national vote. Um, the SRF and Standard Bank Group limited africa's biggest lender by revenue have forecasted it will form a coalition with a small party um and that the decline in its support will have little impact on the policy what are your thoughts on that well that's what they were saying prior to this poll mm. on uh, the mk which for people overseas might not um, understand the the this has caused a lot of controversy because mk is um you know two letters are like an acronym for mkonto esizwe now mkonto esizwe is a zulu term it's from the zulu language and it's called the spear of the nation and that was the armed wing of the african national congress when they were uh, in opposition to the apartheid regime you know prior to 1994. so that was their armed wing and uh, now <laughs> jacob zuma and his and his crowd They've created a party called MK, which is the Contour Sizwe party. Mm. So they've taken the name of the ANC's military wing in the armed struggle against the apartheid regime. Yep. And they've now registered a political party in that regard. So the Independent Electoral Commission in South Africa has accepted their entry into the election, but the ANC has taken the Independent Electoral Commission to court. They want to stop them using that name. Oh, okay. But they've already stood in a by-election yeah. in Newcastle. Mm. 
And in the by-election in Newcastle, I think they won 20% of the vote. Now, Newcastle is in, is in KwaZulu-Natal. And it's not the, 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 the strongest uh, area of support for Jacob Zuma in, in KwaZulu-Natal. Mm. Um, in fact, you know, he, he hails from an area called Nkandla, which is some distance away. So his support there in Nkandla would probably be a lot more than what it is, for example, at Newcastle. And obviously the Social Research Foundation and Dr. Franz Grenier, they're saying that their polling indicates that the MK will receive 24% of the support in KwaZulu-Natal, along with 24% for the IFP, which is sort of a Zulu nationalist party within KwaZulu-Natal, and the ANC 25%. Most of the support for the MK, he's saying, is coming from ANC voters. So um, I think they were, they were headed for in, uh, a support base of in the 40 percentiles, the ANC that is. And uh, if this takes him down to 25%, it means in KwaZulu-Natal they're dead and buried. Mm. I think the DA is polling at about 15% or something they said. Now, if, they get 20, if, if MK gets 24% of the vote in KwaZulu-Natal, what that's going to translate into is about 5% of the vote nationally. Interestingly, uh, what, they, what they're saying is that the majority of the people supporting MK were ANC voters. But there's also some EFF, so they've, take, they've eaten a little bit into the EFF support base, Economic Freedom Fighters of, of Julius Malema, and they've, they've also taken a few voters from the Democratic Alliance. Mm. But the, most of their support is ANC voters. Yeah. So, so the ANC is dead in, in KwaZulu-Natal, if this is true. And nationally, I mean, if they're talking 45 to 50% nationally, and uh, if MK gets 24% in KwaZulu-Natal, that would translate to about 5% of the vote nationally. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, they're going to be dropping to 40%, you know. Yeah. So on the low end, 45 down to 40. On the high end, 50% of the vote down to 45. Hmm. Now, the people might not understand the significance of that. We, uh, in South Africa, we, we operate on a party-based system, uh, and now independent candidates can run, so they can put themselves on the ballot. But what happens is that uh, the parliament is filled with members based on proportional representation. Mm. So if a party gets 40% of the vote, there's 200 seats in parliament, they get 40% of the 200 seats in parliament, uh, sorry, 400 seats in parliament. Am I right? Yes, yes, 400 seats. 400 seats in parliament. So if you get uh, 20% of the vote, you'll get 20% of the 400 seats, which is about 80 seats. Mm. If you get 40% of the vote, you'll get about 160 seats. In order to secure the presidency, you need 201 seats. Mm. So you need 50% of the vote plus one vote. Yeah. It's a straight proportional representation. And then we have the uh, provincial elections taking place the same day. So it's equivalent of like states in America and Australia, places like that. Mm. And that, that's a separate ballot. Again, we vote for the party. And again, that's a straight proportional representation system in the provincial legislatures. Then after the election, the uh, Supreme Court, the, the, the Chief Justice of, the, uh, you know, the Chief Justice of South Africa uh, calls together the parliament and they conduct an election with the Independent Electoral Council in Parliament, and the members of Parliament then vote for the President. In each of the provinces, the members of the provincial legislature will vote for the Premier of the province. Mm. So whichever party obviously gets the most votes, they then select the President. Yeah. Okay, and um, 
That's a system we have here. So if you lose 5% of the vote, you times that by four. You're losing 20 seats in parliament. Yeah. So if the ANC is sitting somewhere between 190 or maybe 180 and 210 or 220 seats in parliament, and they lose 20, mm. that, 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 that means um, that the, the possibility that the ANC will not secure an outright majority to uh, because moves from being a possibility to a probability. Yeah. If Zuma gets five percent of the vote. Yeah. Um. He, he, the the ANC is not sitting at fifty five percent or fifty six. In which case it wouldn't matter because they still have an outright majority. Yeah. They're on a knife edge, and if Zuma takes five percent of their vote, mm. they they're not they're not going. To, they, there's going to be a coalition government for for sure, and we've we've never had that. Since the very first election in South Africa, when South Africa became a union back in 1910, we've never had a coalition government. There's always been a party that's won an election outright. And what are your thoughts on a coalition gov- government? Do you think um, it would work out? Do you think it wouldn't work out? <coughs> um, people are, are concerned that it will paralyze the government. Mm. I think if you paralyze the politicians, it's better for the people. Really? Well, imagine if the parliament's paralyzed and now you're trying to lock the country down. Okay. Yeah, no, true. True. And then outside of that, do you think it would work? Like, I, I get that whole... Um, par- with the politicians being paralyzed and they're trying to enforce... To be honest with you. That, yeah. um, even if it's paralyzed, I think it's going to work better than, 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 than what we've got now. Yeah. So that's the first thing. Yeah. Obviously, it depends. It always depends. That you could you could end up in absolute chaos. It could cause the seeds of a civil war. So that's on the, on the worst end. But in a in a coalition government, you, the president doesn't have much power mm. because right now, with if you've got like the ANC, which is the majority party, Parliament's supposed to hold the president to account. Yeah. But if any member of the of the ruling ANC speaks out against the president, the ANC, the ANC themselves, who the president of the country, Ramaphosa, is also the president of the ANC, the ANC will remove that member of parliament from parliament. Yeah. So the ANC members of parliament really can't say anything about the president because they'll lose their seat. So the president of the ANC can remove any member of parliament, and it's like that with any party, by the way. Yeah. Now, if it's a coalition government, all of a sudden now, you've got guys that are propping up the presidency that are not part of the ruling party. Hmm. And the president of, say it's the ANC is ruling that coalition. The president of the ANC can no longer remove those, those members from parliament. Hmm. It, 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 it's far better for the people. Really so it, it could go wrong, but I think the chances are let me put it to you this way. I'm a Christian. Mm-hmm. Anytime you limit people's power in terms of the government, there's less evil they can do. True. They have, true. To now, they have to now collude with others. Yeah. Right now, up until now, and it's been like this for every ANC government and prior to that, every national party government in Savia, the president can do what he likes mm. because he's the head of the party. He's also the head of the country. Yeah. And... The, the, the members of the party can't kick him out and when the opposition shouts they're not going to get support from the members of the ruling party because if the ruling party members support 
then the president will kick them out. So there's no oversight function. Mm. You know, in a coalition, you've got oversight. Yeah. Automatically. Yeah. Even if it's people's agendas. Mm. And so, just the last thing about this: people are saying that um, coalitions don't work because of what's happening in the city of Johannesburg. My question is: How's it worse? I mean, the the degradation that we're going through was going was happening under the ANC. Later on, you had the DA with Herman Mashaba. The degradation was happening then. It's still happening. Okay. But now the Oaks are fighting about it and things are being exposed. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. I think it's a much better situation. Yeah. Because now, now these politicians have to negotiate with their enemies, their political enemies. And the moment that happens, the people are better off. Interesting. In Matthew 27... I don't know where I stand with the a coalition government. I, for me, the the pros and the cons kind of balance out each other. So I don't know if I'm. I would w- prefer a coalition coalition government for South Africa or not, and stuff. I actually think, as as chaotic as the the city council currently is, yeah, I actually think they're slightly more focused on the people than they were before. Hmm. Interesting. And and I also, you know, there's a saying, power corrupts. Mm. Absolute para- power corrupts, absolutely. Yeah. Ramaphosa's had absolute power. Yeah. And any party that wins, if they win by themselves, mm. they can, they, they, their leader's going to have absolute power. Yeah, no, that's true. Now, it's a coalition. It, they, whoever the leader is does not have absolute power. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I do agree with the fact that I think this is also a wake-up call for the ANC to see that they've lost no, a lot I of... Think I don't think they're going to recover from this. Sure. Yeah. How do they recover from this? Interesting. What's going to happen now you put someone else into power? Now all of a sudden someone else gets uh, their hands on the levers of the money. Yeah. Because we've also got this weird system where the parties that are in in, in parliament, they actually get money based on the number of seats they hold Mm. to be able to run their parties and campaign in elections. Mm. So now you've got the parties that are new that are outside the system. They, they're at an incredible disadvantage. Yeah. In Matthew 27, verse 50 to 52, it says, Then Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. And at that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two. From top to bottom, the earth shook, rocks split apart, and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. The only government that works is the government of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah. There is no other government that works. Mm. Um, so in answer to Giggs' question earlier, you know, because she said that she's in two minds about coalitions. You're only in two minds about coalitions if you're in a situation whereby you're worried about, um, um, you know, chaos and, and, and you want a savior and there's no political savior. Yeah. The, the salvation of the country is going to come through the church. Mm. Because the church operates under the lordship of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the church brings people to the cross. And because of the blood of Jesus, people get cleansed. Their characters change. And the more moral people are, the better the country is. The less moral people are, the worse the country is. The more moral people are, the less the corruption. The less moral people are, the the greater the corruption. So our top parties in the country, none of them are godly parties. None of them are put in the Bible first. None of them are going to stop corruption. Because if you're not putting the Bible first, who are you to tell a person they can't be corrupt? Honestly, based on what? 
based on your opinion? So your opinion must rule the lives of other people? I thought this is what people fight against. But if people start following the word, they have a high authority. They're acknowledging they're going to have to answer to God. And therefore, they, they're going to follow what the word says. And corruption in that won't happen with someone who's truly following Christ. And here's the other thing. There's a veil that stopped people entering the presence of God. Jesus tore that veil when he died on the cross. Mm. And people can now enter into the presence of God. And that's the only way that you're going to take South Africa from the place where it is to the place that we'd like it to be. Mm. And obviously, the ultimate salvation is only going to come when Jesus returns. Yeah. So, to correlate or not to correlate, that'd be the question. What I'm saying is, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Salvation of South Africa is only going to come through the church because the church carries the gospel. And there's no other message that can save the country. Education won't save the country. Economics won't save the country. Only the blood of Jesus can save the country. Why? Because only the blood of Jesus can wash people's sins away. Amen. How's that for a political statement? <laughs> Amen. And then what are we talking about next week? So we are still continue with the South African politics, but there is a specific politician that has said that God has told him that he's going to be president. Yeah, he's the previous Chief Justice. Yes, of South Africa. So that's what we're going to be so speaking about. So we're going to dissect that next week. Yes, that's what we're going to be speaking about in the political show next so week. So I'd assume the church is going to vote for him. Is that what we're saying? I we'll have to know. see next week. Yes, this has been the political show right here on Active FM where radio has never been better and Christ politics is. Hot politics. Hot politics. Active FM. Radio has never been better.